Good morning, witches. This is the Witch Daily Show, coming to you from New Orleans, with host Tanya Brown. Our episodes span about 20 minutes long to give you just a little pop of magic. So, tune in, take a deep breath, and enjoy. Good morning. It is June 2nd, 2023. It is Friday. I am Tanya, and this is the Witch Daily Show. Today's episode is brought to you by Grow Your Own Optimist. So let's get your day going with a little magic. Our quote of the day is, imagine a future where you hold no grudges towards anyone. You're not angry at past lovers, not bitter about failures, not disappointed in your parents. You forgive, send love, and move on. You're free. So what are we drinking today, Octavia? We are drinking Dark Fay. This tea is a mate tea with green rooibos, cinnamon, ginger, cardamom, all these wonderful things. And we've been talking this week about mango. So we've already talked about the history, medicinal, and what else? Culinary aspects of mango. So today we're talking about the magical. So this comes to us from PlentifulEarth.com, the magical uses of mangoes. So mangoes can be helpful with family uh, reconnection Enchant and send the fruit to your family members to help them remember the happy moments they've all had together. Hang and enchant a wreath made of dried mango leaves. It can also help with fertility. Enchant and drink the juice before performing rituals for fertility. Use mango body butter to massage and empower your belly. It can help with friendship and happiness. Plant the seed to call long-term friends to your side. Enchant the fruit with visions of happy moments before you eat it to give yourself optimism. And next, heal your inner child. When preparing for shadow work or after you complete shadow work, enchant the fruit for healing and happiness. Eat while remembering happy moments. It can also help with inspiration, smell or wear the blossoms, and ask for divine inspiration for music and creativity. All right, moving into some headlines. This comes to us from timesunion.com. Black theater troupe brings hoodoo authenticity to hoodoo love. So in the play Hoodoo Love, a magic spell is cast to bind into a loving relationship the uh, vi- uh, virial but wandering blues man Ace of Spades with Tulu, an aspiring vocalist who dreams about getting out of Memphis. This conjuring of supernatural forces is a pivotal moment in the two-act drama with music by Katori Hall, which is receiving a new production from the Black Theater Troupe of Upstate New York. The show opens on Thursday, June 1st and runs through Sunday, June 11th. In the Iceland Studio Capital Repertoire Theater in Albany. So, super cool. If that's something, if you're, like, in that area and around, like, it could be a really uh, awesome thing to check out. We love theater here at the Witch Daily Show. 
Um, I was definitely a theater kid, and a lot of my good friends do theater currently, so we'd love to see it. And let me tell you, local theater always needs support. So I'm telling you, if you ever visit or go on vacation somewhere, look for, like, local small productions. Like, it really is such a wonderful spirit, and you're really, really giving back to the community that you're touring, you know? All right, witches, I'm going to throw this over to our moon correspondent, and after this break, we will talk more. Hello to all of my astro friends. This is Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, coming at you with your daily moon mantra for Friday, June 2nd. The waxing gibbous moon continues to dredge the depths in Scorpio today. Here, the moon trines Mars. A trine to Mars makes us want to take action on our emotions. When we're feeling good, that can be amazing. We can climb the highest heights and get wherever we want to go. If we're feeling down, it can drag us to the depths and suck out all of our will to move forward. Be careful with your emotions today. Do things with your day that keep you in a good place. Your heart will thank you for it. Your daily moon mantra is, Good fortune shies away from gloom. Keep your spirits up. Good things will come to you, and you will come to good things. This has been your Daily Moon Mantra with Serendipity, the Chicago astrologer, signing off and reminding you that you are in charge of your own destiny. From the pages of Which Way magazine comes a new collection of stories by longtime fiction contributor Olive Blake called Grow Your Own Optimist. Featuring a never-before-seen short story, Grow Your Own Optimist is often romantic, occasionally satirical, and always unexpected. These surprising tales of demons, devil's advocates, dystopia, and dating remind us that there is magic to be found in the dark places. Olive Blake is a New York Times best-selling author of The Atlas Six and several other books, including the Which Way anthology, The Answer You Are Looking For Is Yes, and the novella La Petite Mort. She lives in Los Angeles with her husband, Goblin Prince Toddler, and Rescue Pitbull. Find the new anthology series, Grow Your Own Optimist, by Olive Blake, wherever books are sold. All right. So I had a great reaction to when we played the game where I randomly generated a page number from my Encyclopedia of Occultism and Parapsychology. And so I decided to do it again because everyone just really seemed to enjoy it. So I actually picked up another edition. This is actually edition two, edition two, volume two, that uh, it's from the 80s. So very Ghostbusters. And I'm. it has about 900 pages. I'm going to generate one, page 712. Let's see what we get. Not always a winner. Sometimes it's just random names of psychologists, but we got a good one last time. So let's see what we get. Seven, eleven. Ooh, okay. So we have a mystic to talk about today. We are talking about Kabir. They believe possibly born in 1450, maybe sort of, maybe kind of died in 1518. They're not sure. It is a lot of question marks. So one of the most celebrated mystics of the 15th to 16th century in India, 
who practiced yoga and attempted to reconcile Hindus and Muslims. After his death, he was claimed by both religions. Kabir's inspirational hymns are very moving and still popular in present-day India. Kabir was a contemporary guru who founded the Sikh religion. Oh, gosh, that's really neat. So I'm going to look up a little bit more information so we can get more of a better idea of who this person was and what did they teach. I also view this a little bit like divination. I'm like, why did we pull this? Like, what do we need to know? You know? So this actually comes to us from IndianCulture.gov. So legit information. So again, believe sometime born in the uh, 15th century, poet Saint Kabir Das was born in Kashi. The details about the life of Kabir are shrouded in uncertainty. There are differing opinions, contrasting facts, and multiple legends about his life. Even sources discussing his life are scarce. Earliest sources in, um, just, you know, earliest sources are, like I said, few and far between. It is said that Kapir was conceived miraculously. His mother was a devout uh, Brahmin widow who had accompanied her father on a pilgrimage to a famous Aztec. Impressed by their dedication, they were blessed and told her she would soon bear a son. After the son was born, to escape dishonor, as she was not married, Kabir's mother abandoned him. Young Kabir was adopted by Nima, the wife of a Muslim weaver. In another version of the legend, though, um, they assured the mother that the birth would be in an unusual manner. So it was that, like, Kabir, instead of being born out of wedlock, he was born out of the palm of his mother's hand. In this version of the story, he was later adopted by the same Nima. So Nima, who adopted him, remains consistent in these legends. When people started doubting and questioning Nima about the child, the newly born miraculously proclaimed in a firm voice, I was not born of a woman, but manifested as a boy. I have neither bones nor blood nor skin. I revealed to men the word. I am the highest being. So one can see similarities between the story of Kabir and biblical legends, right? Like we see a lot of the same stories kind of across different cultures. So questioning the veracity of these legends would be a futile task. Uh, We would need to explore the idea of legends itself, fantasies and myths, uh, characteristics of ordinary life, the fate of the ordinary man. Um, So it's, you know, it's a lot to really dig into. So flowerly legends and supernatural acts are associated with extraordinary lives. Even if Kabir was not of a virgin birth, these legends reveal that he was an extraordinary human being and hence an important person. In the standard of the times he was living in, Kabir was an unusual name. It is said he was named... um, be, he was named because the Quran was opened several times 
to find a suitable name for the child and each time ended up on Kabir, meaning great. And it was used used for none other than God Allah himself. So in his poems, Kabir calls himself a quarry, meaning a weaver or belonging to a lower caste. So he did not associate himself completely with with either Hindus or Muslims. Kabir did not undertake any formal education. He was not even trained as a weaver. So while his poems abound with weaving metaphors, his heart was not fully into his actual profession. He was on a spiritual journey to seek the truth, which he uh, clearly manifested in his poetry. So to satiate his spiritual quest, he wanted to become the disciple of a Brahmin Anda, a famed saint, Kabir felt that if he could somehow know the secret mantra of his teacher, his initiation would follow. So Kabir eventually married a woman named Loy, and they had two children, a son and a daughter. Other sources suggest he married twice or that he did not marry at all. Again, legend. So, Kabir was very deeply concerned with the spiritual. So, Kabir's ultimate goal was one of, of like, an absolute god who is formless, without attributes, who is beyond time and space. Kabir's god is knowledge. So, his god, um, again, very similar journey of a lot of people kind of similar to to Kabir, right? This idea to find one true absolute. So Kabir seems deeply influenced by non-dualism and Islamic monism. He was also guided uh, by other traditions which stressed a complete surrender towards God. Uh, He did not acknowledge distinctions based on caste. Uh, a story goes that one day while some men were taking a dip in the holy water of Ganja to um, get rid of their sins, Kabir filled his wooden cup with its water and offered it to the men to drink. The men were quite offended at being offered water from a lower caste man, to which he replied, If the Ganja's water cannot purify my cup, how can I believe it can wash away my sins? So he was very spiritual. He was a poet. Um, he became a really big, like, big deal in his community and became a really influential teacher. Uh, his teachings influenced many individuals and groups spiritually. Uh, many people who would later find various uh, spiritualities, religions, and traditions. It's really fascinating. And then, you know, you can check out some of his um, his poems. They're really fascinating. And, yeah, that's it. That's really neat. That was super fun to dig into. I hope you enjoyed it. And I think this is a really good example, like we said before, and something I've tried to stress before, that we're all not that different when it comes to religion and spirituality. Uh, Kabir is very could be very easily compared to the Christian Jesus um again of a virgin birth um of a lower system a kind of 
Uh, you know, he was a weaver, like his uh, quote-unquote quote father, and later spurned on a bunch of different traditions and paths and religions and spiritualities. So I think why I love learning about these things is the more we learned about this. So I had never heard of Kabir before. I am not of the Sikh religion. Um, I have friends who are, but I just didn't know anything about I, I I had never heard of this. So when we can learn these things and pick up on these things, we can learn that we're all much more similar than we realize and that all of our that a lot of us really are kind of heading towards the same goal, right? And it's to find peace, it's to find bliss. And some people believe it is through a one true deity, some people do not. But we're all seeking the same feeling, right? The same feeling of peace and um stability, right? So I thought that was really interesting. Um, I hope you still like the game. If if at any point you guys hate this, just let me know. Uh, but I think it's really fun and learning about Kabir, I think, was really neat. So there we go. All right, witches, we are wrapping up this episode of The Witch Daily Show. I do want to give a shout out to Karen Walker. Karen, you badass rule-breaking witch. Cat J, you pretty formidable vampire slayer. Catherine Lochran, you avant-garde fair sun goddess. And Kelly Crane, you scintillating fair Valkyrie queen. And before we leave, we do have a card pull today. Our card is the Queen of Stakes from the Buffy Tarot. Kennedy is a queen who always gets her way. She is confident, outspoken, and quick to take action. When she launches into your reading, she may indicate a strong presence coming into your life, inspiring you to live your truth. If she represents you, get ready to untick, um, oh, get ready for an uptick in social activity and time in the spotlight because this queen was born to shine. All right, witches, that's all I've got for you today. Uh, don't forget any books, sex, headlines, sources, or anything we've referenced today can be found in the podcast episode description or witchpod.com. Uh, I am doing a Lenormand class. It'll be a four-part class next month, every Saturday. Check it out. Uh, sign up if you're interested at tanyabrown.schedulista.com. And yeah, I'm really excited putting this together and it, it's some, it's quite a bit of pressure because I very deeply respect the system, uh, but I really hope I can do justice. All right, witches, that's it. Uh, we, we will talk again on Monday. Okay. Bye. Witches, we hope you have a wonderful day full of joy and gentleness and confidence. Links for this week's episodes, our website, Patreon, along with a free daily card pull can be found at witchpod.com. One stop for everything we talk about. Now, take one more deep breath and have a great day. <laughs>